Welcome to a brand new series here at Quacky Gems Podcast. I'm Gem Swallow. I took the idea to remove myself from Instagram because it was just getting to me and my life evolved. So I did the unthinkable. Yep, I deleted it. I then had an idea. I'd do a brand new series on my podcast, but with a twist. There are three rules. No health, no job talk, and no social media. Mm Mm-hmm, really. Just adventure and what I get up to. Let's see what this life really has to offer. This is Life Offline, the brand new series here at Quirky Gems Podcast. Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Quirky Gems Podcast, Life Offline. I'm Gem Swallow. Welcome to, oh my God, that's me. I thought that would be a really cool title for this episode. So this episode comes after I discovered a fellow podcaster via Spotify of all places. And so I was looking for something a little bit different. If you know me here at Quacky Gems Podcast, I am the curious type. And I was looking on Spotify, looking for a new podcast I could really sink my teeth into. But I wanted to explore my interests a little bit more. So if you know me from Instagram or Twitter, usually Instagram, that's where I post my hair pictures or my makeup pictures. Or maybe you know me from this podcast and you'll know I'm kind of a creative. It's it's a thing. So I wanted to explore hair and makeup because I thought, okay, I want to discover more about that industry. You know, we're, we're told about hair and makeup a lot of the time. It's advertised, but I've never really sat down with someone and asked, how did you get into that? I've had conversations with stylists before, you know, we've all had that conversation, right? Where we're sat in a stylist chair and you're mulling over the weather or what you're reading or some documentary you're watching on Netflix, that kind of thing. But for me, I was drawn to hair and makeup on this specific day. So I came across this one podcast episode and the podcast is called The Successful Stylist Unfoiled with Crystal Wilson. I really liked the cover art and I thought, okay, I'm willing to give this a try. Let's see what this is. As I press play on the very first episode introduction, Crystal explained how she found getting into the hair and beauty industry and what led her to make that life choice, what led her onto that path and how she described hers literally resonated with how I discovered what I believe is mine. So, with Crystal, she is a hairstylist. You can follow her on Instagram as well. And I think it's called Colour by Chris on there. I will link everything on my Instagram and on my Twitter. So when you come to have a listen, you know where to go and stalk her. But when I listened to this first episode, she had never put out a podcast before. And I thought, oh, she had such a contagious laugh. And I remember listening and literally within five seconds I was laughing and on that day I actually showed the episode to both my other half and to my mum and we all kind of came along came came away with it saying wow she's you know she's great isn't she and I listened to two episodes so in the first episode which is introduction she talks about how she came to the process or came to the realization that she wanted to be a hairstylist and how she didn't want to do anything else. 
the same thing happened to me at the exact same age and it's so strange as to that in my normal day-to-day life I don't usually have these conversations with people as mentioned before I live in a very where I live in the city it's kind of like the suburbs of the city so unless you work on a high street in a hospital or in a school really you don't usually have these kind of conversations for the most part living here most people are trying to get to A to B, do the nine to five jobs, and it's mainly retail or a coffee shop or a cleaner. Those are the kind of jobs that you come across. And I've never really had a conversation with someone that felt passionate about the job that they were doing. For most of the people close by in my neighborhood or in my community, most of the time it's your just going to a job to pay the bills and that's it it's it's a we wouldn't i wouldn't say we're middle class we're not in a poverty stricken area however we're not in a thriving you know inclusive community we are basically just working class and so as i've grown up it's always been that way working class and so most of the time i remember when the big recession hit in 2009 jobs were so hard to come by especially in the city i live in and retail jobs really just shut down you know and there was nowhere to go but what struck me was that now it's strange because when you find yourself in a term or a time of crisis i guess time would have been the best word there Jen. when you find yourself in a time of crisis you discover what it is you're drawn to and so it's weird there's a saying isn't there that when things get difficult real character shows through i think it's the same in life when you know the brown stuff hits the fan you realize what you're drawn to is maybe the path you're meant to go down so Crystal describes in her podcast episode on the introduction one, the very first one you come across, that it was a mishap she had with a hairstyle that led her mum to booking an appointment with a hairstylist. And when she watches this hairstylist do her thing, that is when she realises, wow, I want to do that. The same thing happened to me, but not in the terms of hairstyling. For me, I was around about 12 and I was always into radio. I know what you're thinking, shucker, Jen. <laughs> but I was always into radio. I had um, a radio, which is literally very similar to the one I'm looking at that's at the side of my bed. It's like a hi-fi system that's got a cassette player. Remember those? Um, a CD player and a radio all combined. I'll take a picture so that we can all geek out about it on Instagram. You may, you too may have one of these. But I always had one close by. And I remember that... When I was around about 11 or 12, I didn't have my own CD player, so I had to use a friend of mine's CD. This is when CDs really came out. Do you remember those days? And I went to my friend's house, and I had one album, and I remember I played it, like, as much as I could, because at the time I didn't have a CD player. When I got one of these hi-fi systems, I remember getting these blank cassettes, and I remember recording shows on there. I remember recording songs so i'd play it was this really great function where you could put a cd at the top and you could record it using the cassette player or the cassette deck and my mum showed me how to do it and i just remember i would spend at least an hour talking to people that weren't even there but feeling the need to do these shows when i 
actually found out about a radio station. I remember I used to listen to this radio station called 103.2 Power FM. I believe now it's called Galaxy FM. And I remember coming home from school and the very first, I think I was in primary school at this stage, maybe on the way to secondary school. And I would run up the stairs. I remember I used to eat an apple, sat on my bed and listen to Power FM because the voices that I heard coming through the speakers of my radio, they became like friends. They, I knew their personalities. They would talk about day-to-day occurrences and what happened to them before pressing record. You know, if they're having a bad day, they would talk about it. If they got stuck in a traffic jam, they would talk about it. I remember one of the presenters was heavily pregnant at the time. And she was actually, this is how much it stuck with me. I remember this one presenter was saying that she was pregnant with twins and that eating a meal became like a military operation because she needed her husband's help to balance her plate upon her bump and those kind of conversations really stuck with me and throughout my journey from going from secondary school or high school into college I even bought myself this little radio to take with me because mp3 hadn't really been discovered yet and so you either you know went around with like (laughs) a satchel full of cds which nobody wants or you went around with a radio And I remember I was obsessed with this little radio that I had that kept on eating batteries, but just because I was in this new place and the people that were talking to me felt like friends. And I was actually lucky enough, I believe, one year, I think it was a secondary school or maybe a college outing, I went to this radio station and it was mad because I remember listening to this radio station on my hi-fi and then I was so lucky to be able to go to this radio station that had been talking to me through the airwaves. And it was, I actually wanted to meet a presenter, but the presenter, which was my favorite one at the time, the one that I remember was called Claire Anderson and she had moved over to a different radio station And I just remember being like, oh my God, this is so cool. And I even came away with like this um, headphone little gadget thing. It's on my Instagram uh, feed. So what I'll do is I will take a screenshot of that and so that you guys can see what it is I'm talking about. But when I hit 17, I then found out about radio and I was asked to go along to a radio station, which happened to be a hospital radio station. And I just remember it literally became like my second home. I would spend one evening there, then I'd spend two evenings there for about an hour. And you got talking to patients on the ward, as mentioned, you know, a part of the community I find myself living in. I'm a part of a hospital community. And so that's when I really got trained up to go onto radio. That's where I discovered about what it actually means, the preparation of a show. And I guess for me, at the age of 12, that's when I realised that's what I wanted to do. I'd always dabbled with creative stuff. And I think that now I realise that podcast is a part of that. You know, it's a part of creativity. Just like for Crystal, she's now gone into podcasting, which is another form of creativity. So for me, it's kind of like when I remember listening, oh, I can't even describe it, listening to Crystal when she was talking about this episode. And when she was talking, she put it so brilliantly, when she was talking about this one moment, I literally remember being in before COVID hit, you know, that old chestnut. When you sat inside a stylist chair, 
and you're watching the goings-on, how Crystal talked about this one moment in her life, like this pivotable moment, you know, that she was watching a stylist do her thing, and then that's when she realised that's what she wanted to do, and you literally felt like you were there having that moment. When she described that, I remember, the only way I can describe this is this, okay, you're, okay, if you're going to laugh, don't blame me. If you're in a public place, don't blame me. So this is what actually happened when I heard what Crystal was saying. Okay, this. <laughs> Imagine a choir of angels singing. Because the same thing happened to me. And I actually, when I found Crystal on Instagram, and I actually told her, you know, oh my God, that happened to me as well. So for me, radio was always my thing, but it turned into podcasting. So... That's my thing. I kind of feel like I could not go without it now. And I was actually talking to my other half about this. And I said, I know this is going to sound quite daft, maybe. But you actually need it. You, what you kind of find that you're drawn to, you actually need for like your own mental health to be around. You need that thing. So when I discovered Chris, Crystal's episode, I just remember thinking oh my god, that's me, that's literally how I thought, wow, I mean, oh my god, and I wondered if anybody else out there has had that moment, in religion, especially in uh, Christianity, I believe, they talk about having a vocation, and they talk about feeling, they call it a call from God, now I'm going to say it here, a disclaimer, I am not religious, I really am not religious, spiritual, yeah, but not religious, just so it's kind of out there, just so that it's a well-known fact. And so when you, I actually Googled this, I did a bit of research before pressing record for this episode. And in Christianity, they talk about vocation, which is usually what is termed as a calling. So you're drawn to a specific job role. And in that, it's because you're here to do good. You're here to share or educate in some sort of way. But in other aspects of religion, you don't hear so much about it, but in Christianity more so. In spirituality, it's thought that if you are drawn to something, you're meant to do something. Even though they don't tell you how slightly difficult maybe it is to actually do it. And here's the thing that I find fascinating. So there's different perceptions, however you look at it. When you've heard stories, maybe in like movies where they talk about vacation and they talk about, you know, oh, you know, I love this job and I came across it and I've been here for years. They don't actually talk about the story leading up to it. They don't talk about perhaps the sleepless nights, doubting yourself whether you can do it, doubting whether your instinct is right or maybe you should find something else. So they don't talk about that. But when you have this this feeling and you feel like this is something I've got to do. So you kind of have to, you have like this form of determination, stubbornness and motivation all rolled into one. And you realise that this is it. Now, it's strange because in employment and in job roles, usually you hear the term vacation or something you're meant to do in like nursing or being a doctor, that kind of thing. Like really, you know, high end roles, frontline roles. But you don't really hear about it in any other... I mean, I've never had a conversation with someone that said, I knew from a young age I wanted to be a blogger. Or I knew from a young age that 
I wanted to be a dog walker or something like that. These jobs are something that people get something from that they feel like highly motivated to do and that they are want to, you know they want to do and are willing to do. But when it comes to however you want to phrase it, uh, vocation or you know something you're supposed to do, I find it really curious because for me, being in my thirties, apart from Crystal's podcast episode. I haven't really come across anybody in my local atmosphere that's actually turned around and say, that is what I wanted to do from a young age and this is what I'm doing. So I wanted to ask you, do you believe like you have a dream job that you're meant to do? Have you had that call? And if you do, or if you did, what age were you? For Crystal, she said around the age of 12. For me, it was exactly the same thing. At the age of 12, I felt this is what I wanted to do. And it's always been there, either in the background. I've even fought against it, if I'm being honest. No one talks about this either. There have come moments in my life, especially when I was unemployed with the the recession back in 2009. I fought against it because in society's way, you had to get a 9 to 5 job. You had to get a job that would, you know, get you off of the job line, basically. And I remember thinking, I'm going to shut down creativity because at the moment that's not giving me a paycheck and I'm going to shut down everything else and devote myself to trying to find a job. And most of the jobs that I've had really haven't really been all that great for me. I haven't lasted because I didn't enjoy them. They didn't give me what I wanted. So I find it fascinating for me. I believe it's kind of evolved. I... I loved hospital radio. That was my first taste of it. It was where I learned, I actually, you know, I met people that were doing it from all different walks of life, but they loved it and it became a constant in their lives. And you got to talk to people you'd never meet. You got to talk to people that were really at the most vulnerable. And it's so strange because even now you have such great memories of it. Would I return to it? This is something I've chewed and throwed. If the conditions were right, maybe. I don't rule out anything, but there's a lot to kind of think about because life continues and sometimes growth, you know, but maybe. However, it's weird because when you go through different radio stations, you learn different things. So for me, I'm kind of just doing podcasting right now because that just seems to be where I'm supposed to be. And um, I also want to say a big thank you to my patrons as well, because you are the ones that are making this happen. You're the ones that are supporting me and making this happen. So from me to you, thank you so much. And if you would like to become a patron on this episode, stay tuned at the end of it and you can find out all you need to know. But for me, I just want, I just felt that this experience deserved its own episode and I wanted to know if anyone else out there that listens to Quacky Jen's podcast has had the same experience and if you have please do let me know because it would be great and I can share your experience on the podcast in a future episode and um, I might even share it on the Halloween episode that would be something wouldn't it so yeah and that's it really as I said just wanted to get behind the mic and talk about this episode because I believe that this should be talked about more often so um thank you so much for listening I know this is really short episode (laughs) if you want to check out the successful stylist unfoiled with Crystal Wilson you can do I will upload a picture of her cover art onto my 
Instagram as well, so you can check her out there. And you can I'll tag her so you can find out if you say wish. Crystal, if you're listening, I know that we've DM'd about this. Thank you for pressing record and thank you for sharing your story. And to the listener out there that this resonates with, let me know. Let me know what job role you found and let me know how you came to find it. Maybe I know you, maybe I don't. Let me know. I would love to share. So the details are coming up if you want to follow me or if you want to get involved. For me, though, I would just like to say thank you so much for pressing play. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, be you, not them. And I'll speak to you next Thursday. In a bit and take care. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Quirky Gems podcast. To see behind the mic and to get involved, check out my social medias at Gems Quirky on both Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to follow me on Google Podcasts and Spotify. New episodes drop every Thursday. And remember, be you, not them.